0: It's that time again. Time for the Wyoming Cowboy Roundtable 2018 edition. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. And today we've got a special guest Ryan Yarborough, former Wyoming receiver and all around good guy. So stay tuned for the Wyoming Cowboy Roundtable. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Our virtual in-studio audience there. And, uh, yeah, it's a very special day. This is the number one broadcast, or podcast, I should say, for the 2018 Wyoming Cowboy football season. I'm your host, Jeff Fry, and I have a fine, distinguished gentleman on the line who's going to join us today, Ryan Yarborough. How you doing, Ryan? I'm
1: um, great, Jeff. How are you this evening?
0: I'm doing great, Ryan, and I want to tell you that I'm very honored to have you join us tonight on our first podcast of the 2018 season. Uh, as many of our uh, Pope fans out there know, you had a very distinguished career at the University of Wyoming as a receiver, uh, breaking and holding uh, very several uh, receiving records. Uh, you were there from uh, 90 to 93. Then you went on to uh play with the jets for two years and uh with the baltimore ravens for two years and now i understand uh you're living down in texas right
1: correct yes i live i'm originally from chicago but i've been in houston the last few years
0: so what have you been up to since uh, your football career
1: um i've been i like being in the community a lot um Besides besides that, I'm, I've always dealt with insurance and financial services and coaching and consulting. So the, those are the things that I've been doing since my football days.
0: So you uh, seem to have been prepared for uh, life after football.
1: Oh, absolutely. I was prepared for that even before I even really got into sports because my father and my uncle, they played college football. And uh, that was something that was preached to me from the very beginning. Always be ready get into the real world after you know after you have muddy days
0: so tell me do you uh, do you still keep up with Wyoming and Wyoming football
1: oh absolutely absolutely I uh, like I said Wyoming was a great place for me to to grow up uh, coming from Chicago I grew from a, a, a boy into a young man to say the least because I couldn't go home every weekend or anything like that I was 16 hours away from home to say the least. And um, ever since I've left Wyoming, I've always kept in contact with some of the players and some of the uh, coaches as well. So I definitely keep up with the Cowboys.
0: So do you get an opportunity to go to some of the games?
1: Uh, Yeah, actually, my last game I went to was the championship game, the conference championship game. And I believe that was 16, the end of 16, like December of 2016. I didn't go to any, any. Yeah, I didn't go to any last year, but I plan on coming to some this year.
0: Well, here we are in 2018. Is the start of a new Wyoming season, and uh, as you know, uh, we've got some challenges, but we've also got some very hopeful signs. Uh, you know that Josh Allen has moved on to the NFL. And we've got a young quarterback in there and we've got some uh, freshmen playing. But um, I don't know about you, uh, it's been a long off-season and I'm ready for football. How about you?
1: Absolutely. We can play football all year round as far as I'm concerned.
0: (laughs) Without any further ado, let's start talking about the 2018 season. Uh, A lot of interesting prospects, but... uh, before we get into details on our own, let's listen to Coach Bowl at his Monday presser uh press conference when he opens the season and he talks about uh our next opponent, the New Mexico State Aggies.
2: Hey guys, uh let's go ahead and get started. Uh, exciting time. Welcome everybody to a, a new year. Um Yeah, we're uh, certainly pleased to be opening up early. There's only a certain number of teams that are playing. It's going to be on ESPN, uh, two, and uh, you know a great opponent. uh, New Mexico State uh, really ended their year on a great upswing, and they won their bowl game against Utah State. And uh, we've got a great deal of respect for their program. I think they've stayed the course. Um, Well, I don't know Coach Martin uh, personally. He enjoys a great national reputation. enjoyed watching his uh, teams play from afar. Also, their AD is a guy I'm very familiar with, Mario Mocha. Uh, you know, I think they've got a great team, uh, a clear vision, and they're playing really well right now. Uh, defensively, they're really dynamic on third down. I believe last year they were seventh in the country on third down efficiency. They present a lot of problems. and A lot of it has to do with doing things really well on first and second down. Uh, they've got an experienced defensive staff. And uh, so uh, that's going to be a challenge. Uh, we'll have a you know a, a new quarterback on the road. It's been my experience that many times that's somewhat of a challenge for a young guy. So we'll need to make sure that uh, Tyler is set and ready to go. And I'll talk about Tyler here later on. But New Mexico State's a stingy defense offensively, prolific offense, uh, a lot of offensive linemen returning. Uh, most of those guys have played. They are like us. They will be replacing their quarterback for their starter Uh and so it'll be interesting to see who they play out there, but I don't think their scheme's going to change drastically. They spread the field out. Um, uh, Being an old defensive coach, one thing that you cannot do is, uh, just because they're known for for spreading the field out, they do have an effective running game, and they've got a couple effective running backs that can be very explosive, and so that's going to stretch us as well. Uh, Where we're at, Tyler VanderWaal will be our starter at quarterback, and we're excited about how Tyler has done. Uh, Cash Malaui will be suspended for the Washington State game. And so uh, as for our protocol, there will be no further comments on that, but that's a game that he will serve as one-game suspension. Uh, Defensively, we're excited about uh, where we're at. This is a pretty veteran uh, defensive team, um, and a lot of those guys are back. And so we're really excited about our defense. Uh, we're also excited about our offense. I think you're going to see some new players emerge. Nico Evans has had a phenomenal off-season, and he will be our starting tailback. You'll see several other tailbacks play uh, as well. I think we've got a good group of uh, wide receivers, uh, particularly in the slot position. Some guys have really come on and established themselves. Uh, Austin Conway has done really well. Uh, Dante Crow is a guy who's really emerged and done some great things uh rocket ishmael uh, has done some good things in the slot uh and i'm probably li- leaving out a couple other receivers but uh, we're excited about our offense uh we've got both our hunter and our uh, place kicker uh, back and i think we've got a good snapper so uh we've got a great deal of uh, respect for new mexico state i think we're a good football team also and so it's going to be a, a great opening game so.
0: okay that was coach bull talking about uh the first game of the year uh, against uh, New Mexico State while he's going on the road. And he was fairly, uh, he was very complimentary of uh, New Mexico State. Uh, they actually uh, went to a bowl game, beat Utah State, and they really had a, a good year last year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen that. Um, New Mexico, they had some success last year. And uh, that's something that they definitely will be building on because um, I've seen a comment that their coach. That's trying to emulate uh, Coach Bowl in the Wyoming program um, by just building and continue to build within and getting better each and every year. Because I know that our defense, will, I look forward to our defense being outstanding again this year because we have a lot of returning guys who are pretty solid uh, up front. Um, In the middle and back in the secondary with our all-american safety So uh, I look forward to our defense most definitely by me being an offensive guy as well I know that our offense um, have a lot of returning guys. They got a lot of experience from when Brian Hill and Tanner Gentry left as well as the center that plays for uh, Washington Redskins right now, so I look forward to us having a, another big year, but we cannot take New Mexico State for granted, especially um, after their success that they had last year.
0: Well, and it's 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 in their um, it's in their um, backyard, and so um, uh, that's that's one factor. It's going to be warm. Uh, it's going to be during the day, uh, so. Um, uh, those are always concerning and you go out on the road, your first game and and they're not a pushover team. So it's not, uh, it's something that uh, they can't be overconfident. That's for sure.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you got to take care of business and get out of Las Cruces when they can.
1: Yeah. And, and hopefully they can come out early because that always gives you some confidence uh, by having a young team or offense or being led by a young quarterback that'll always give us, some, you know, give you some confidence, especially on the road.
0: Now, um, the running game had been suspected Wyoming uh, last year. Uh, Trey Woods, um, a converted uh, defensive or a converted defensive back, uh, they put him into service for running back. Um, uh, he had a okay year. Uh, but they have now moved him back to um, the defense. And it looks like Nico Evans, uh, according to Coach Bowl, uh, is going to be the um, starter uh, in the running back position. But they've got a um, they a pretty good stable of uh, other guys that they're going to use.
1: Yes, um, I believe, I know the senior running back, like you saying, he's going to get a lot of time. But when it comes to running back, it's going to be, I mean, it'll be a couple of years before they'll be able to replace somebody like Brian Hill to say the least. But, um, when it comes down to it, that's, that's one of the first positions, skill positions that you play when you're playing football. So when you get in there, um, that's something that some of those guys, whether they're young or not, just make sure that they protect the ball and have good ball protection because their natural abilities will allow them to, uh, to succeed.
0: Well, the offensive line is gonna be really key here, and they've, they've had some injuries again during uh, fall camp, but um, uh, it looks like um, hopefully they'll, um, they'll get over their bumps and bruises and be ready for this game.
1: Yeah, because that's where, that's where everything starts. You know, it's up front, you have to be able to control the line of scrimmage. And um, we, we've always prided ourselves, uh, Wyoming Cowboys, on being physical, especially up front. And Coach Bull has definitely uh, kept that tradition going right along with our guys um, getting it done up front because, once again, if you don't have a running game and if you cannot control the line of scrimmage, the quarterback will be back there running with his head off you know, throughout the game, and that's not a good thing.
0: Now, uh, looking back to your career at Wyoming, uh, you were. Uh, would, would it be fair to say that you were a pass first kind of team back then?
1: Um, I would say not. I would say not necessarily. And the reason why I say this is, even though we put up, a, you know, it's called wide receiver university, and things of those natures, um, we would not have a passing game without a running game. And I say that to say my junior year and my senior year, well, my junior year, our running back, he was right around 1,000 yards. Uh, but my senior year, we were like the fifteen ever in the nation to have a 3,000-yard passer, 1,000-yard receiver, and 1,000-yard rusher. Wow. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer that the run game opens up the passing game, and the passing game opens up the running game. So they go hand-in-hand.
0: So, um, uh, looking at, uh, Wyoming's receiving core, um, uh, do you, uh, have you get, have you taken a look at them and what can you tell us about them?
1: Yeah, I know they have, once again, I know they had a, a lot of guys that had experience, uh, got some experience to come fill in the shoes of Tanner, uh, from two years ago. I know his younger brother is on there and, um, they have a nice stable of, of receivers, you know, that they come out and they play hard and they have fun. That's one thing that I see out there, is that the receivers are having a lot of fun, and that's very important because although football is a physical game uh, mentally as well, too, uh, you always have to have fun, you know, to take your mind off of certain things, but they'll do just fine. I'm not, I'm not concerned about the receivers, not one bit.
0: Now, of course... Uh, the the big um, the other big thing on the offense, of course, is we're starting uh, a freshman, uh, red shirt freshman, uh, quarterback. Uh, and um, uh, uh, let me uh, let me play what uh, Coach Bull had said about uh, Tyler starting. Okay, one of the things that uh, he's been able to do, he's got a very
2: accurate arm, uh, he's got good arm strength, uh, he's got good mobility. A lot of times as you – football's not seven-on-seven seven pass where they're not rushing. He's done a really good job of extending plays, of, of uh, keeping his eyes downfield, uh, going down check downs, taking uh, his eyes uh, not at the primary receivers covered, going to the secondary receiver. He doesn't put the ball in harm's way a whole lot. Uh, he's a smart, bright guy, and the fact that he's been around here for a year certainly helps you know, that does not mean that we're not going to continue to look at the position. Nick's had a good fall camp, uh, but we feel good about Tyler and where he's at.
0: So they uh, they feel really good about him. Uh, he He's kind of somewhat in the mold of Josh Allen, which is kind of hard to put on somebody because Josh Allen was really, really special. But he's big, he's got a pretty good arm, and uh, he's mobile. So that's uh, that bodes well, I think.
1: Oh, Yes, in a major way, because once again, um, not just because if the offensive line isn't isn't stout or anything like that, but sometimes plays break down and uh, you have to be able to improvise a little bit to make a play. Or, you know, third down, you have to scramble to get a couple of yards to keep the drive going. So being nimble and being athletic will always help just besides just being a drop back passer, to say the least.
0: Well, um uh, assuming uh and uh I'm gonna say that uh the Cowboys are gonna beat the Aggies. Uh, I'm nervous about it, but I, I think they're gonna go on down there and do all right. Uh <laughs> uh looking I'm with at
1: you. I'm with you which
0: you with me a hundred percent. Well you know, it's on ESPN two. Uh so if you right. if you get ESPN you'll be able to watch the game. I'm um, like I said, I'm way out here in Virginia and the game is going to start at 10 p.m. for me. So uh, it starts at 8 p.m. Uh, back in the mountain uh, mountain time zone. So uh, I'm going to make sure you catch that. Now, uh, down the road, uh, they're going to play. Well, they're going to come home, and their first home game is kind of interesting. They're uh, hosting the Washington State Cougars. and uh, oh, wow. Mike Leach is our coach. And interesting thing about Mike Leach is he's a Wyoming native. Uh, he grew up in yes, Cody. That's right. that's right. He grew up in, in Cody. So we want to give him a really good homecoming, one that he won't forget.
1: Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs>
0: so um, I think uh, – I think we have a a decent chance at beating uh, Washington State. We hung with them the last time we played them out there. Uh, um, You know, we had a couple of breakdowns. That's the way uh, you lose those kind of games. You just make some dumb mistakes, and um, uh, they'll take advantage of it. Uh, They're going to be, you know, they're a a Pac-12 team, so they're going to be pretty good. But um, if this team has some confidence, I think they're going to be able to compete with the Cougars. And then, um, I'm not looking at the schedule real closely, but I know they go on the road uh, a week or so later, maybe two weeks later, to Missouri uh, and uh, play the Tigers. And uh, they're an SEC team. So these guys are going to get a really good test uh, before they get into uh, conference play. And I think that's going to help them.
1: Yeah, Um It'll help in a few ways Uh, for the simple fact that, like you said, those programs come from big, big conferences. And what they'll do is they'll give us good, different looks. And I'm sure up front, um, defensive line and offensive line, that um, they'll get us prepared for the Mountain West Conference. Because once we get into our conference playing up against some physical, other physical teams in the preseason, that'll just carry carry out throughout conference.
0: Now, uh, back in your football career at UW, uh, who were um, some of the bigger schools you played against?
1: Uh, Speaking of Washington State, that's funny, because that's what I had my first career catch against, down in Pullman, uh, when they had Drew Bledsoe. And then uh, from there, um, my sophomore year, because we used to play a lot of good non-conference games, just like the guys are now. Uh, we played Colorado, uh, the Buffaloes, when they were the defending national champions down there, and um, we lost by we lost by a touchdown. You know that was that was kind of hard because we had them on the ropes. But uh, just throughout the years, Pac-10, different Pac-10 teams, and you know that nation, Besides our bowl games, so I always play a lot of Big Eight. It was Big Eight back then, was Big Twelve? It was Big Eight back then. So we used to play some guys from there, but. When it got down to it, just like now, our main thing was competing, just like the guys do now. It really doesn't matter who they're going to go against as long as they compete and uh, feel good about themselves at the end of the day.
0: Well, that's true. And I, and, uh, I know that Coach Bowles building up the program, and uh, I've been hoping that he's going to get his signature win uh, here pretty soon. Uh, you know, Coach Glenn, uh he- he, poor guy, he got his signature win against Tennessee, and then he got fired. Uh, so that wasn't uh, uh, that wasn't a nice ending yeah. for him. But he beat Tennessee, and he also um, uh, let's see, they also beat uh, I think Ole Miss uh, in there. So uh, he had some good uh, good good victories. Um, so uh, uh-huh. Coach Bowl was gonna is gonna get get this team into a position where they're going to beat one of those big guys because look North Dakota State beat Kansas State when he was coach at, uh, at North Dakota State so uh, I'm looking for that kind of win someday
1: oh yeah uh, that's on the horizon like I said our guys like I said we we can compete against anybody and uh, that's what I like about the program because we had some lean years coach Bowles, first couple of years but the guys that have been in the program for about four or five years, they remember that. So, therefore, it doesn't doesn't really matter who we go against, because they've taken some, you know some losses before and they know how that feels. So, the main thing is to continue to compete, and that's uh, that's one thing that coach bowl has the guys prepared for very well: is compete.
0: Well. Um... I'm looking forward to this season and I'm always nervous when the season starts, you know, I just I always, I guess I've been a, <laughs> I've been a cowboy mm-hmm. fan. I've been a cowboy fan since, uh, forever. I mean, I, uh, grew up out there and, uh, uh, went to the games when, um, well, my first football game was in 1955. I was like 18 months old. So, uh, <laughs> 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 so I've, I've been doing it for a little while. So, I, um, yeah, uh, unfortunately that first game was against Colorado state and we lost it. So uh, that's probably one of the reasons why I despise them more than anything, but,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. beat the sheep, beat the sheep still to this day, beat the sheep. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what, um, wanted to get on to, to one thing here. Now we'd mentioned that we had several players go into the NFL last year, uh, from the, the 16 team. Um, uh, you know, you had Tanner Gentry. I guess he's still with the um, the Bears. You've got mm-hmm. Jacob Hollister. He's with the Patriots. Um, of course, we have Josh Allen now. He's with the Bills. Uh, we have Brian um, Hill. He's now with he's, he's with the
1: Bengals. He scored. He scored last week. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: Bengals. That's good. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think, who else we got here? Um, And then the
1: center—I can pronounce—I don't pronounce his name correctly, so I don't like saying it. But the center for Redskins watched it.
0: Yep, Chase Rouillet And as a matter of fact, I had the opportunity to um, speak with him. I interviewed him for um, a new feature that we're going to have every week, which is called uh, a blast from the past. So let's check it out. Okay. A blast from the past. All right, we've got a special treat on the uh, Cowboy Roundtable. Uh, we've got on the line Chase Bruyer, which is, uh, if you're familiar with Wyoming Cowboy football, was a center at the University of Wyoming, and now he is with the Redskins. Hello, Chase. Welcome to the Roundtable.
3: Thanks, sir. Thank you for having
0: me. Uh, we are... Uh, all excited for you! I was looking at the depth chart this morning, and it looks like you're the starting center now.
3: Yeah, um, right now I'm, uh, I'm slotted to be starting. Um, you know, I'm really excited for that opportunity, and uh, you know, it's, it's it's a pretty pretty fun experience. And uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to fill my role there.
0: Well, I tell you, this is probably the question you always get asked, especially you know with you're in your second year. Uh, What's been the transition from playing at Wyoming in the Mountain West into playing for the Redskins uh, in the NFL? Uh, what What's that experience been like for you?
3: Um, you know, there's there's quite a bit of differences. You know, uh, obviously it's the same game with um, a lot of the, you know, the same schemes and things. But, you know, we're, we're, at, the, we're at the next level now. So everyone you're going against, you know, they're going to be bigger. They're going to be faster. They're... They're especially, I think the biggest difference, honestly, is just between college and pros is just the intelligence um, of a lot of the players. Um, you know, you're, you're going against a lot of defensive linemen that have been in the league for however many years and, and know what you're going to be doing on that play, and you, you still got to be able to get your job done. So things like that are, are really the biggest differences and some of the things that you really got to overcome on, on every play.
0: Well, uh, you've obviously done a good job. Uh, You've been named the starter. Uh, Now, I look back at your career last year. It looks like uh, if my if my records were right, or if I looked up the right stuff, uh, you had started in seven games last year. And if I'm right, uh, your first starting uh, assignment was against the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Yes, I do believe that is correct. Well, that's that's never sounds
0: pretty accurate <laughs> that uh, that's kind of ironic uh how was it uh, on your first start do you remember that
3: um you know it's it's kind of a surreal experience um you know it uh it's something that it's hard to really describe in words uh but you know it's, it's definitely it definitely was a dream come true for me and something that um i, I really relished in the moment and was um You know, a bit overwhelmed at times, but at other times, it was was just a really cool, exciting experience and and something that I I looked forward to having many more after that as well.
0: Well, now, uh, this Friday, you're going to be hosting, I believe, the Denver Broncos. So um, I guess there'll be some conflicted fans back in Wyoming uh, uh, with you having, uh, supporting you, but also playing against the Broncos. Uh, That would be interesting. Uh
3: Yeah, I mean, that ought to be interesting. I know uh, I've got a lot of friends back in Wyoming that are, that are Broncos fans. So um, it'll, it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting for me. And I'll, also, I, you know, I have, I have connections to um, some of the staff on the team and stuff. So it, it, it's always, uh, always kind of fun when, when you know people on the other team.
0: Well, I know you've been awfully busy uh, with this preseason and everything. Uh, and you were obviously busy last year. Uh, but have you had a chance to follow the Cowboys since you've left?
3: Yeah, um, I caught every game on TV that I possibly could last year, and um, I keep, still keep in touch with some of the coaches and some of the players. Um, and I would love to be able to get out to games. It's very difficult, too. Um, last year, the bye week did not line up with a game, but I still went out there. And, uh, our, both our bye weeks were at the same time last year as well. Oh. And <laughs> I still went back and. Um, saw practice and stuff. So I'm hoping hoping to maybe be able to come out this bye week and see a game. Uh, but we'll have to see. I, I really, I mean, obviously I support the Cowboys a lot. And um, I, I definitely do follow them every single game that I possibly can.
0: Well, I tell you, uh, we've got a number of uh, Cowboys in the league now, uh, mm-hmm. including Josh Allen now, which was, uh, uh, he's along the line. Uh, have you had any uh, contact with the, those guys, uh, former Wyoming players that are now in the league?
3: I haven't had much contact with Josh, but uh, we actually just played the Patriots, and so I got a chance to talk with uh, Jake Hollister a little bit. Um, he seems to be doing very well out there and uh, really, really enjoying his time in New England. Um, he's, he's probably the one that I've had the most contact with, and he, he does seem to be, seem to be doing, doing very well out there.
0: Well, that's good now i had one other question for you concerning another former wyoming player uh you have a gentleman on your team a wide receiver called uh, and by the name of josh doxson uh mm-hmm. now I, I guess you guys missed each other by a year have you ever talked about his experience at wyoming since <laughs> yeah.
3: yes uh it actually gets brought up quite often because i still uh I still wear a lot of my Wyoming gear out here. And every time he sees it, he, he has some comment to make about Blair me or <laughs> his, his uh, brief experience there.
0: Well, I hope it, I hope it was uh, – he, he remembers us fondly. I know he wanted to, to go back home. And, gosh, he, uh, he turned out to have a heck of a career anyway, didn't he?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he – I mean, he turned out to be a phenomenal, phenomenal player. So.
0: Well – I know that you're awful busy, Chase, and I don't want to take too much of your time. So I want to thank you for joining us on the uh, Cowboy Roundtable. And uh, we want to wish you uh, a lot of success this year uh, as you uh, start for the Redskins.
3: All right. Well, thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, take care, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Well, there we have uh, Chase uh, Chase Rouillet. I uh, I think I mispronounced his name when I uh, introduced him into the piece. I'll have to apologize to him for that. But uh, a heck of a player for Wyoming, and now he's going to start with the Redskins. Um, uh, He was also uh, like uh, uh, a—if he wasn't a straight-A student, he was pretty close to being a straight-A student. What is it about the offensive linemen? A lot of them seem to be— Really intelligent. I mean, uh, I think we even had a, a, a an alignment become a Rhodes Scholar a few years back. So it's amazing. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Those those are some good guys, man. They have to learn a lot of schemes. So um, that's something that I have always told people that you know that you are a student athlete first and foremost. Because if they seen our playbooks or if they seen all the plays that we had to memorize, and know in order to be out there on the field, they'll realize that uh, not just a football player. You have to be a, a student of the game as well.
0: Well, I have to mention, uh, I'm sorry you didn't get to hear the first part of that interview. I had the wrong button pushed here. But uh, Chase uh, was talking about uh, his experience uh, starting last year, his first game that he started. He started seven games last year. The first one was against the Dallas Cowboys, so I thought that was kind of, <laughs> I thought that was kind of ironic. The,
1: the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, right. those. Yeah. The, the,
0: I always uh, tell my friends who are cowboy fans that my team are real cowboys. You know? <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Well, they were started by a bunch of uh, ranch kids, so you know, <laughs> they're all they're cowboys. All
1: frontier, frontier days, yes, sir.
0: So, you know, um, uh, so I'm sorry you didn't get to hear the whole interview, but by the time we do this again, I'll get to all these buttons and all this stuff fixed up. So that. way <laughs> no,
1: it's, it's, it's okay. It's, uh, I caught plenty of it. Okay. Plenty of it. Yes.
0: Well, uh, I think we're getting towards the end here. Um, uh, I want to thank you for joining us, uh, Ryan, uh, have a, uh, Wyoming great. Come and join us, uh, on the cowboy round table we feel very privileged and uh, honored to have you come join us. And uh, you're going to, I think, come on a couple of more times this year uh, as, as we discussed. So. uh, Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, well, first of all, I want to thank you for allowing me to voice myself on, you know, on your format um, to get it out to the, to the Wyoming people and people across the nation, because as I've always said, uh, Wyoming have some of the, not just the greatest fans, but some of the greatest people that I've come across throughout my travels, uh, throughout my years. And, um, yeah, I look forward to coming on here um, throughout the rest of the season because, like I said, I'm an avid fan, and I've always been a fan of the Cowboys and will always be a life lifelong fan. And uh, I like to see the guys – you know, keep the tradition going on. I know we have some ups and downs, but we're definitely on the uptick right now. We're riding the bull market, you know just like in the stock market right now we're riding the bull market, so I hope that continues.
0: Well I'm glad uh, I'm glad to hear that you're staying connected and uh, you're also uh, connected with uh, former uh, former players. so again, uh, we're very honored to have you and uh, well, it's getting to be about that time. To wrap it up, so uh, traditionally, uh, we start with this. Ah, uh, yes, that's what we like. Well, there you have it. The first podcast of 2018, the Cowboy Roundtable. We want to thank Ryan Yarbrough for uh, attending and being part of our panel today. Also want to thank Chase Royer for uh, granting an interview uh, during uh, this busy preseason. So this weekend, it's on to... New Mexico State University in Las Cruces, New Mexico. The game will be on ESPN2, broadcast at 8 p.m. Mountain and 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So, let's lift up our steins and... Uh, Let's lift up our steins and uh, have one for the University of Wyoming. So there you have it, the very first podcast of 2018, the Go Wyoming Cowboy Roundtable. The Cowboy Roundtable is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media. In cooperation with the University of Wyoming. Cowboy Roundtable. Produced by Jackalope Ridge Media, LLC. All rights reserved.